Hey there, I'm Sarah Zarella, a portrait and wedding photographer and your host for Wedding Secrets Unveiled. This is a podcast where we cut through the complexity of wedding planning, leaving you with everything you need to know directly from the industry experts. If you want to simplify your wedding planning while having fun, of course, you came to the right place. Join me while I guide you through your planning, starting from your engagement to your big day where you say, I do. After photographing for the past 19 years, I am sharing with you tips and tricks to cut through the excess noise because I believe from the moment you said yes, your planning experience should be a magical time in your life. Here you will find episodes that are fun, stress-free, and straight to the point with a fresh, honest take on the reality of what you really need to know about planning your perfect day. Let's dive in. Welcome back to Wedding Secrets Unveiled podcast, friends. I am so excited for today's episode. I have been counting down the days for today's taping. I have Dr. Simpson on as our show guest today, and you are in for a treat. She is the owner of the medical spa Seamist that is located in South Kingstown, Rhode Island, and she also has a location in Newport, Rhode Island. So today... We are talking about all things beautified. Whether you're a male or female, when it comes to self-care, there's so many different options out there that you can do and prep for your big day. So today we're going to give you a crash course on some of the services that you can do at a medical spa. So sit back, relax, and enjoy my conversation with Dr. Simpson. Well, welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to have you. I have gotten so many requests to have you on the show. There's so many listeners out there that care obviously about their skin. And it's such a big day and it's such a big moment in life. And it's just a great time to start great self-care. Absolutely. And it's so stressful. So it's nice to have a plan in place so that you're not trying to rush and get everything done at the last minute. And it's something for yourself. Absolutely. So with that said, can you tell the listeners a little bit about who you are, who you serve, and what you do in your business? Absolutely. My name is Mary Christina Simpson. I am a physician who works in Rhode Island. I own a medical spa called Sea Mist Med Spa down in South Kingston and in Newport. And we serve men, women, any gender, um, ages 18 to 99. Uh, and we take care of all of people and for different events, for just normal everyday self-care and for preparation for weddings. Perfect. How many years have you been doing this? So I've been a physician for about 20 years and I've been doing uh, medical aesthetics for about five years now. I love it. It's such a great industry. So with that said, let's just dive right in. So a lot of our listeners obviously are prepping to be in a wedding or it is their wedding. So start, tell us, what can they do to help beautify their image? Absolutely. So number one, it's trying to make sure that your life is as stress-free as possible. As I said earlier, this is a super stressful time in your life, so you do want to have a plan. Number one, healthy diet, lots of hydration are going to be key because any kind of stress diet or super fast exercise plan, it's going to take a toll on not only your body but your skin itself. So making sure you plan out at least four to six months before your wedding, if you have the time to take care of your healthiest exercise program, your healthiest diet, and as much hydration as possible. 
With that being said, once you're doing the internal care, we can then move to some things more external. Feeling positive about yourself, looking good in these pictures, knowing that you're going to see people you haven't seen in years is very important to most brides, bridesmaids, grooms. We're not going to discriminate here. So we definitely have to come up with plans for both your skin, face, and body. So can you tell us a little bit about some of the procedures and, and services that you offer at Seamist? Absolutely. So as a medical spa, we do more uh, medical practices. So we are doing things from body sculpting um, with a machine called Cool Sculpting. We have M Sculpt. We have M Sculpt Neo. Both are muscle toning devices. We then move into the laser realm where we do laser hair removal. We do pigment uh, issues. We do vessel treatments. We do laser resurfacing. We then move into the injectables, which include dermal fillers and neurotoxins to relax wrinkles. We also do hydrofacials, which is a great kind of facial that hydrates, cleanses, exfoliates the skin. We do chemical peels and, you know, a whole range treating basically all parts of the body. We do threading with PDO threads, which helps lift the skin. So if you have any tissue laxity, it can help lift the whole face and or body, depending on what area we treat. So if you're a listener and, you know, they're local to the southern Rhode Island area, you have two locations. And they came in and they said, look, I'm getting married, right? What, what, what would you do? Would you come up with a plan for them? Or, would, or do they need to know what type of services they want? How do you suggest that the listeners even start with a, a plan if they've never even walked into a medical spa? Perfect. So I would say come in as early as possible. So say that you get engaged or you're planning on getting engaged. You come in about six months to a year ahead of time. We then talk about you individually and what you need. So is it you have skin concerns? Do you have a good skincare routine? What are you doing for your own self-care? What are your problem areas or issues that you want to focus on? So when we look at someone, we treat them as a whole person. So we talk about first with body. So say you're coming in and you have a couple extra pounds you want to lose or there's some areas that you want to tone up. You already are going to the gym or going for your own hikes or self-care with running. We then talk about, listen, let's treat these areas with intention, meaning you have a little tiny pooch in your belly, you have extra arm fat, anything like that. We can do procedures such as cool sculpting or M-Sculpt Neo. You have to plan to do these procedures at least 13 weeks before you want to see the results. You're going to gradually see the results throughout the, the, the time frame, but you really, really want to plan ahead of time. So in case you need a second treatment, you know, you can plan them at least six weeks apart, getting your ultimate result. 12 to 13 and weeks. And what's after. the name of this procedure? So, one procedure is called cool sculpting. Okay. This is a procedure that we do where we actually freeze specific areas of fat. Okay. About 25% fat reduction with each cycle. And the cycles are determined by the area that you want treated and how large the surface area is, plus how um, much fat adipose tissue you have to lose. And then what is the minimum amount of time that they could start this before their big day? Usually you do want to plan, like I said, at least th 12 to 13 weeks to see the final result. If you wanted to do, you know, and get gradual results, six weeks would be the most minimal, but you're never going to see your full results because fat loss 
you know, via this machine takes about 12 to 13 weeks. Got it. Perfect. So then what is, that is for the body, is what you're saying. So that is for anywhere from the double chin to the arms to the fat, uh, which we call the bra fat, which is in the back uh, where your dress comes up, um, to your abdomen, to your flanks, um, to your inner thighs, your outer thighs, all the areas you could possibly have issues with. I'm only laughing because literally as you're explaining all of this, as a photographer, Everything you just said, and I'm sure the listeners are like, oh, that's my pain point. It's like a pain point. We get the arms, the chin, the back fat. I mean, you name it, that's everybody. Not everybody's, but, you know, one of those is someone's pain point. So it's just interesting because I'm always asked to, like, do computer enhancements. But you can actually do it in person. You can. And, you know, I tell people all the time, the, the treating yourself with these machines is an adjunct to something else, meaning you have to exercise, you have to eat well, because if you are putting all of this time and money into your body and your skin, you need to be able to augment it with a healthy uh, routine on the outside as well. Perfect. So what other procedures can they look into and so you suggest? M-Sculpt Neo is kind of a fun treatment as well, as well as M-Sculpt. So they're muscle toning devices. So it works via a magnet where it does about 20,000 sit-ups in 30 minutes. Alternatively, if you use it on your your bottom, you can get 20,000 squats in about 30 minutes. We can treat inner thighs, we can treat arms, and they will tone the different muscle groups. Um, again, you're gonna see your best results six to eight weeks after you're starting the treatments. Wow, they don't have to go to the gym. No, just kidding, <laughs> they have to. Like you said, it goes first and foremost, it's diet and exercise, and these are the enhancements. Correct. I love it. And then when you move on to other body treatments you can do, so a lot of people plan to go on vacations and the honeymoon after their big day or they have bachelorette parties, things like that. If you're going to do a procedure like laser hair removal or it's semi-permanent hair reduction, meaning that it doesn't take away the hair, all of the hair permanently, but it does do a significant reduction with most people. You're going to need to treat six to eight times depending on the area. And those treatments can be anywhere from four to six weeks apart. So again, these are longer term treatments. If you don't want to be shaving every day, if you don't want to be, you know, worrying about this, you do have to plan significantly ahead of time. Also take into mind that you cannot do laser treatments in certain areas depending on how tan uh, your skin is. Meaning that if you have sun exposure, if you have, you know, a sunburn or basically any excess pigment in your skin, it's going to be very hard for that laser to target that hair. So you have to make sure you're going to a provider that really knows different skin types, different laser treatments, and really knows how to target your um, exact issue. So we talked about body sculpting, laser hair remover, removal. What's some other procedures that you recommend that people hone in on? So at least, um, you know, four, three to four months before your wedding, if you're going to worry about, let's say, some wrinkles, your fine lines between your eyebrows, your, uh, your forehead lines, the um, wrinkles around your eyes, we want to make sure that if we're going to try a neurotoxin like Botox, Dysport, Xeomin, you're going to try it at least three to four months ahead of time. So we can tweak it if we need to. 
If you love it, we know what your dose is and we know how we're going to treat it next time. If you need to do a touch-up before, these products last about 90 to 120 days and take about anywhere between 3 to 10 days to kick in. So you need to really plan that three to four months ahead of time to get your initial treatment to see, number one, how do you like it? How does it affect your smile? How, do you, how does your makeup go on when you don't have your wrinkles? And then you're going to do it at least three weeks before your wedding in case you need any adjustments. So what is the difference with Botox and neurotoxin? Neurotoxin is the medical name for the brand name of Botox, Dysport, and Xeomin. Each company has their own unique name, kind of like Kleenex brand tissue. Is People start to know it under just very specific names. So it's a relaxer of the wrinkles, and it does this temporarily by being injected into the muscle group that you want to relax. Again, I say temporarily because depending on the dose, it relaxes at anywhere between three to four months. Those wrinkles will come back um, and they will not get worse, you know, but they will over time, they will gently get less and less, um, making it more difficult to, you know, get your makeup stuck in them and to see them on your face. So again, if you have really deep wrinkles, you do have to plan much further ahead, you know, by years to, you know, way more than just a couple of months. But if you're young and you have just starting off, you want to do this for wrinkle prevention and you have just very fine lines, this is a great way to start at least four months before your wedding. So you said that the wrinkles will come back, but are they preventative also though? It is preventative. So as your muscles contract, they form lines. Those lines become either permanent, which we call static lines, Mm -hmm. or you can still have mobility, meaning you can still move your face and make expression and do all that, but the lines are not there creased on your skin. So you can have nice smooth skin um, by kind of doing repetitive treatments with these Botox uh, neurotoxins. How about fillers? Okay. I hear so much about it. And, yes. I, and, I, and I could actually, it's interesting because sometimes, you know, if it's done right, you'll never know. And I'm not saying it's not done right, but you know, when, when for me, I'm I'm meeting some of these couples when they first got engaged, and then I see them on their wedding day, and I do I can tell sometimes that they have gotten some stuff done, and I would never be able to know if it's not because I didn't see them before. And sometimes it just looks incredible, and you just you know you you always want to ask somebody what they did, but you don't want to. So it's so that's why I'm so excited to be talking with you because now we can learn all the tips of like what are people doing. So fillers, I hear all about this. Inform us about this. So I, that's my job to ask people what they've gotten done. Uh, (laughs) Fair enough. And also to notice when they have gotten things done. Um, But Do you do that? Do you sit there and like figure out what they've like, and do you kind of test yourself like, all right, I was right on this one, I wasn't? So a lot of times subconsciously, yes. I think that we look at people and we say, ooh, I know what you did. You know, as a medical professional, you can tend to know. But a lot of times it is very subtle as it should be. You know, we... We inform people that we're not trying to make you look different. We're trying to augment the features that you have and trying to really get you the, you know, the best look for your specific day, but also long term. So derma fillers are a word for um, hyaluronic acid injectables, meaning that they basically plump up the tissue that they're injected into. There's a couple different kinds of fillers. Most of the fillers on the market, the Juvederms, the Restylane's, you know, the Versa's are hyaluronic acid. 
There are other types of fillers that are basically calcium-based, which are called radius. So these fillers all last approximately six months to a year and a half. Again, they can last longer in certain places than in others, but they are much longer lasting. The hyaluronic acid fillers specifically are dissolvable. So if you absolutely don't love them, you can have them dissolved. Again, it's a prep process where you need to do it way before your big day. So testing these things out and going to someone who knows your face and who really is very you know, skilled at this, they can put in these products and really target the areas that you want, like the cheeks, like the under eye tear trough area, like the lips, uh, the jawline, the chin. All of these areas can be sculpted you know, to make it slightly more pronounced. Again, never to be overdone. The amount of filler that's in one syringe is approximately one-fifth of a teaspoon, meaning that a ketchup packet has 10 syringes oh, of wow. filler, okay? Most people that are young need very little product. The older you are, the more fat loss you have. And also with crash diets and all of this, people can't control where they're losing weight. So they tend to lose it in their face mm-hmm. first, which makes them look more drawn and as you age, you're losing collagen and fat most of the time anyway. So this is why we would rather plan for these things. You just brought up such an interesting point because, you know, like you were just joking around a little bit, like it's your job to tell what they've done or, or try to, you know, I, I, all joking aside, I'm a visual person. That's, I take pictures. I edit pictures. So I think I'm a little bit more sensitive to when somebody might look a little like different and I'm not saying in a negative or a positive way, just different. But I do notice a lot of times when people lose a significant amount of weight, you're right. I, I, I do I, I notice that in their face visually, especially on camera, sometimes yeah, you lose like sometimes the 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 plump to a face is it, it, it gets attractive, right? Well it's a sign of youth. So you look at small children. I mean, even small children have what we call nasolabia folds, the folds that go right next to your cheeks. They have little tiny depressions under their eyes. They have really cute, plump lips. And so the younger you are and the more youthful you look, that is usually why people are finding it more attractive. It can certainly be overdone, which is why you want to be subtle and age-appropriate. But also, too, like you said, if you've someone that, you know, lost a significant amount of weight, you're right, the fillers. See, I always think of fillers of, like, lips, or maybe I've seen them a little bit, you know, I've seen, well, I've heard and seen that people do it. Like, my clients were always telling me that they do it mostly lips and, like, right here, I guess. Well, you're pointing to your nasal, yeah, your nasolabial fold, the laugh line. Right. But again, so going to a provider that really knows what they're talking about, most of the time, it's hard to listen to a client that says, oh, I just want to fill these lines. So you really have to be careful because you have to go to someone who's going to make you anatomically right. Right. Meaning they're not going to just listen to you and, you know, target exactly what it is, but they're going to explain to you what the the best treatment for you would be and how to best fix that area. Sorry, I know we got off track, but it was just interesting when you were talking about that because I... You pointed it out, like you're right. It's the youthful 
plump in your face, right? right. And you never want to look flat. You never want to have, you want to be balanced. You want, right. from a side profile, you really, because again, in wedding photography, you're getting a lot of side profiles, a lot of just light filtered effects. Right. You really want to have um, the balance between the nose, the mouth, and the chin. You want to be able to see the jawline. You want to be able to see the natural contour of the temples and the cheek. And so again, like I said, it's kind of balancing your face. It's not making you look like a picture of someone else. It's making you look like your best self. So one of the number one things I get asked to edit is laugh lines. Mm -hmm. So what as photographers maybe would be the same thing in your industry is we call them, I guess, what some people would say crow's feet, but we call them laugh lines. What would somebody be able to do to correct, not correct, I hate to say that, but minimize, minimize that. Correct. So that is more of a Botox, Dysport, Xeomin picture. Again, it can be a combination of a filler and a neurotoxin because some people lack a lot of space. So if you have a lot of volume loss underneath your eyes, huge dark circles, no temples because you've lost all the fat in your temples, that's where we really have to talk about, you know, filling that space first and then relaxing the wrinkles. So there are a lot of different procedures. We're not even getting into half of them, but these are kind of the easiest ones, especially for, you know, younger women. Mm -hmm. The next thing we should obviously talk about is the skin. And okay. people really, really, really need to take care of their skin. And so they can do all of these expensive treatments, but they have to use good skin care. Right. So, and that again starts internally by having a good diet very good hydration, avoiding the sun as much as mm -hmm. possible, trying to avoid smoking and pollution, you know, and by using skincare that actually takes care of the issues that your skin are having. So like you said, with people that love the plump skin mm -hmm. look, they also love the glowing look. Okay, so the best way to get glowing skin is to have a very good treatment regimen where you're cleansing your face, one to two times each morning and at night, meaning you're washing all the makeup off and then you're double washing it, you know, just to make sure your skin actually has a very clean base. Then moving into a toner where you're basically balancing the pH. Then during the day, making sure you're treating for brightening with a vitamin C serum. You know, you're making sure you're taking care of the antioxidant effects. And then you're really doing a great job with sunscreen all the time, reapplying it when you're out in the sun for too long, you know, making sure it's included in your makeup and um, making sure that you're using a physical sunscreen preferably and not a chemical sunscreen because the physical sunscreens, excuse me, actually have um, the barrier on the skin. So the sun rays are actually bouncing off of the physical sunscreens. Is there a certain brand that you can offer to our listeners that they should be looking into for sunscreen? So, I mean, I tend to love the Zio uh, skincare line. Uh, it has the Smart Tone skin tone or skincare that has... Um, pigment in it if you'd like a tinted effect they also have clear SkinCeuticals makes great skincare um, Elta MD makes great, great sunscreen so there's a lot of product lines but unfortunately a lot of things that you can get over the counter don't have the active ingredients that you need so you really have to look for the zinc oxides and titanium oxides and things that are actually physical um, chemical uh, physical not chemically based 
Okay, so Dr. Simpson, I think what we'll do is we'll take a quick break, and then when we get back, I think we should go into a little bit about the different types of facials that are out there and other and other skin treatments that you recommend that our listeners do, and then maybe we can kind of get into timeline and how and when they should start everything. I appreciate you being here, and hey, if you like what you're hearing, I encourage you to check out our website at sarahzarella.com. And don't forget, you can actually subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. And I would so appreciate if you left a fabulous review on Apple Podcast. Even better, share it with a friend. It's a great way to show your support. And now, let's get back to the episode. So welcome back to Wedding Secrets Unveiled Podcast, friends. So before the break, we talked a little bit about some different procedures that CMIS Med Spa offers. But let's now get into a little bit on the facial end. So I actually have no shame. I go to Seamist and I do what's called microneedling and I love it. So can you explain to the listeners what that is? Absolutely. So there's three basic kinds of microneedling. There's microneedling plain, there's microneedling with platelet-rich plasma, and there's radiofrequency microneedling. Oh, I wonder what I do. You do microneedling. Okay. Plain. Okay. Plain. Fair enough. <laughs> Not to that's say any I, secrets, but yes. But that's why yeah. I didn't know that there was other ones. So yeah. there you go. Okay. So microneedling plane is basically uh, what you hear of as normal microneedling, where it's tiny, tiny needles that go different depths into the skin, but really more of a superficial treatment where you're not penetrating as deep as you can with other more intensive treatments. So this is a fantastic treatment to do every three to four weeks. Usually if you have issues like melasma or uh, enlarged pores or acne scarring, things like that to really do a series of these, you know, three to four weeks with a session of probably four in a row. They, it breaks up the tissue um, and the pigment in the superficial skin layers. And you see it, um, you know, sometimes with the platelet-rich plasma, which looks like blood, it, because it is. We take the blood from your own body, we spin it down, we take out the um, platelet-rich plasma, which has growth factors in it, and we directly apply it to the skin. When you've created all of these thousands and thousands of micropores, your own growth factors get deeper into your skin and allow the skin to heal quicker. So you're going to leave looking slightly red, maybe a little bit sunburned. The next day or two, you, your skin is absolutely glowing and you have very, very residual downtime. When you talk about adding in things like radiofrequency microneedling, you're adding heat. So that is heated needles that go beneath the level of the skin. You're numb for these procedures, so although I described them, they're not uncomfortable. Um, you know, depending on the depth of the, you know, the procedure itself. But the heat energy is used to actually tighten below the level of the skin. So it creates micro tissue damage to tell the body that the body needs to create collagen and elastin around that damaged area. Because whenever the body gets injured, it wants to repair itself. And by doing these to the deeper layers of the tissue, it allows tissue regrowth deeper to come up to the level of the upper skin. Now, when would you use that, like the heated one versus the plane on, on a patient? So someone who has um, 
a lot of skin laxity or, you know, deeper lines or is older, you know, the radio frequency microneedling is fabulous for tightening, to tighten the neck, the decollete, the face, all of those things. So that is generally a more intensive procedure that you're going to do once a month for a series of three to four. Again, it's going to take weeks to months to see the results because collagen does not grow overnight. So if you're really wanting to tighten the tissue, you have to plan ahead for these treatments. You can do it on any part of the body. So say you don't like your creepy tissue in your underarms. You can do it um, on the underside of your arm. You can do it on your thighs. You can do it on your stomach. Anywhere where you don't like that texture of the tissue is a place to do that. So the microneedling plane, as we called it, mm -hmm. would be great for young women who want really great glowing skin, who want to help fine lines, wrinkles, decrease their pore size, help with some acne scarring, and just really just rebuild some superficial collagen. This is a great treatment to do, and it's very little downtime, and you glow. I love it. I'm a big, I'm, I love it. I, I can't say enough about it, so there's that. Good. How about hydrofacials? So hydrofacial is a brand name for a facial that does basically a cleaning, exfoliating, and hydrating process. So it is not the kind of facial that you'll see where you're using a lot of hands and massage and things like this. It's a machine that does it, water-based, serum-based, where it actually exfoliates the skin um, and then infuses serums back into the skin, depending on what kind of hydrofacial you have. The reason why people love it is, number one, you leave and your skin is gorgeously glowing. Number two is it cleans out all of the gunk from the pores, so you get to actually see, if you like that stuff, how much stuff comes out of your skin. And it really helps if you have active acne, if you have breakouts from stress, or if you just want to have glowing skin right before your wedding to do a hydrofacial with dermaplaning. Dermaplaning is when we actually take a scalpel and superficially remove all of the vellus hairs, the little peach fuzz that you have on your hair and your face. It doesn't grow back darker. It doesn't grow back more, but it is fantastic to do right before your picture shoots, your big day, your, you know, your bridal party, shower, whatever kind of event you have, because it really just takes off all the superficial layers of dead skin and, um, peach fuzz. I assume that's something that you would do like a week prior. And not even. Sometimes oh, you can okay. do it as, you know, early as five days before, you know, because you then can have your rehearsal dinner and, you know, mm -hmm. the all of the greeting the family you haven't seen in forever, you know, and so your skin looks beautiful. And it does take, you know, a days for your, to your hair to go back. So it's not going to be any different. You're not going to see it, you know, if you do it five days, seven days before your wedding. I also hear a lot about chemical peels. Tell us a little bit about that. So there are a couple different kinds of chemical peels, but we'll just briefly get into them. So there are light acid peels that you are probably not going to have the big snakeskin peeling that you would if you did a deeper peel. There are peels that target um, rosacea, which is when you have really, really pink cheeks, red nose, you know, when you drink wine or you go out in the sun, all of a sudden you become super, you know, pink. It helps with that, and those are called mandelic peels. And those are non-peeling peels. So to do a series of those, if you do have that redness, is great. Glycolic peels, lactic acid, all of those are um, acids that superficially take off the skin layers, which help you glow. And again, you can do different strengths and depths of peel. 
Um, you can also do peels that are very deep that get rid of the pigment um, of your skin. But again, you're going to have the stronger the acid, the more downtime you're going to have. And so you really have to talk with your provider about time of year, about the best time to do it. And this is not something you want to do immediately before your wedding because you are going to have the peeling. Another thing that we do for facial resurfacing are laser treatments, where we do anything from, you know, like a light and bright treatment where you do a fraxel type laser to help tighten the skin superficially to go over some acne scarring um, to a much deeper peel where we're using either a halo laser or a co2 laser where we're actually taking off many layers of skin to get rid of deeper lines deeper texture things like that usually like i said for younger women that have mild acne scarring that have you know some minor pigment the best time to treat these things is when you don't have sun mm -hmm. um, and to do a series of them because it's going to take a little while for your skin to heal you brought up such an important point which is talk to your provider and make sure that you talk to them about what your end goal is your timing because like you said there's different healing processes time of year like you said so with that said Let's go over timeline because a lot of, you know, uh, big days happen in the summer months. So like you said, there's a lot of things you can't do because of, you know, exposure to sun. And also, too, there's a lot of sometimes you were saying certain things need to be a couple different treatments or you just talked about chemical peels. You might have some more downtime than a minor or like a mild one. So can you go over a little bit about timeline with us? Absolutely. So the biggest piece of advice I would have is make sure you go to a provider that you manage expectations with appropriately so that you both have a common goal in mind and you know timing pricing and expected results because that is going to be your your win-win situation so with that being said again we'll start with face so planning four to six months ahead of time with great skincare, with a routine that you're not gonna get, you know, a huge breakout, or you're not gonna have a ton of peeling or redness or sensitivity, you know, so that you know which products work for you is gonna be key. Um, after you get that great skincare routine, to do your, um, you know, seasonal chemical peel, you know, prior to your wedding. So you make sure you exfoliate off that dead skin. You can also do the hydrofacials up to five days, four days before your wedding or your big event. So that is something that is not gonna cause a lot of downtime. You're gonna have that glowing skin. So to do that every six to eight weeks is a great way to prepare for your wedding a couple of months before. Again, talking about laser treatments and laser hair removal and all of that, you're going to plan four to six months ahead of time as well so that you can get in the multiple treatments done and you make sure that you're treating when you're not super tan or spray tanned or anything like that because again the laser sees pigment so you want to make sure we do that you also want to make sure that you're doing your body treatments you know for plus months before your wedding because you're going to be working on your diet you're going to be exercising but simultaneously these body treatments are going to be helping lessen the fat and tone the muscle so you really want to kind of do all of these things 12 to 13 weeks prior to the wedding the week before your wedding, um, you want to make sure, let's say two weeks before your wedding, you want to make sure that all of the Botox and fillers that you've had are perfect because it's going to take two plus weeks to number one, see the effect 
and for the swelling and or bruising to go down. And that is the most minimum. So I would say at least, you know, three to four weeks ahead of time planned for your final treatment. Then the week of the wedding, doing something like a hydrofacial, doing um, a radiofrequency treatment where we're just no needling, but just the radiofrequency to help tighten the skin, to help plump it up uh, right before the wedding. You see a lot of people in Hollywood doing them like right before they go on the red carpet because it gives you this nice, tight, mm -hmm. um, glowing skin. You know, it's, it's just so interesting because, like I said earlier, there's, I, you know, I, I meet some of my couples and then, you know, sometimes it's usually like a year later, I see them on their wedding day and they just look different in a good way and just a glow to them. I mean, obviously it's their wedding day, so they have that natural glow, but I just feel that sometimes it's that time of, th that time in your life where it's time to take care of yourself. And I'm sure they're doing some of these things if not maybe maybe it's just as simple as a diet and they're just drinking a lot of water and but I don't know there's something to be said that just every bride is just so beautiful and we can't forget the men but you know it is that time to take care of yourself it absolutely is and I think that the combination of the stress and the running around and doing all of that stuff you have to balance that mm -hmm. again because life is totally about balance right. so you have to balance it with self-care but there's also a thing to be said, like, you know, wedding fit, like honeymoon fit. Like, this is the time to focus on you, right? Absolutely is. And whether it's your first marriage, your second marriage, if you're just entering a partnership, there really is no perfect time in your life to right. do any of these things. So why not just start now ahead of time? So, Dr. Simpson, you went over so many wonderful procedures and things that people can do for themselves. But where does someone begin? How does someone even know that they're going to someone that they can trust or that's the right person for them? So I think you absolutely have to meet the provider. You can see a lot on social media and on Instagram and things like that where people display their work, but really truly making sure that you click with your provider and that you know what your expectations are, they know what your expectations are, and they're realistic about it. Because the biggest thing is you don't want to ever promise someone too much. You want to really make this a relationship and a plan so that you do have a timeline to follow these things. So you're not trying to play catch up and you're not rushing. So absolutely do your research and then meet with the person, read the reviews, you know, talk to your friends who have gone to people, you know, and see who they recommend. And then the other piece of advice is budget for it because a wedding is very expensive, but a lot of these treatments are also very pricey. And so planning ahead of time to have that self-care budget so you're putting that in is key so that you don't add extra stress to your life at that time. And I'm sure too you can develop the trust by listening to your provider explain, you know, what they what you need to do to prep for a procedure, what you need to do to, like you said, stay out of the sun sometimes for different procedures, or you can't do laser hair removal in the summer. Like just explain the procedures to them. And then obviously if you have a budget, maybe people can explain what their budget is and what they can realistically get out of that with that budget, I would assume. Absolutely. So like I said, it's it's actually startling to see how little product actually is in one syringe, but when placed appropriately, it can make a big difference. But someone who's in their 40s and 50s can't come in and say, oh, I want one syringe to treat my whole face. Not realistic. Not realistic. So again, it. you know, and 20 year olds saying I need 20 syringes, also not realistic. So again, talking to a provider who knows what they're doing, who knows what the risks are, who can explain to you the procedure, who has pre and post instructions for you, you know, 
who can really kind of go over what your own face, you know, can ideally right. look like is going to be key. And also, too, explaining to them that some of these procedures you need to do more than once. Like, for example, the procedure that I do, I'm on my third treatment. And I knew that going into it. It was explained to me. So I financially knew how much each procedure was going to be and that I needed to do at least that many to get the result that I was looking for. Exactly, and not jumping around. So not going from provider to provider to provider is going to be key as well because no one then knows exactly what you did, where the product was placed, or what potentially happened. So sticking with you know someone who you trust is key. What are some key points that consumers should look for in a medical spa because there's a lot of choice out there? So you're absolutely correct. There are medical spas popping up everywhere, and you really need to look for a place that is established, that's clean, that's run by medical professionals. A physician is there. There are nurses, nurse practitioners, physician assistants, you know, people that are trained to do the proper procedures. And every state has different laws, you know, and so there's an American Medical Spa Association that kind of mandates, um, you know, what the different rules should be. So making sure you're going to a place that has good credentials, um, good recommendations, and you walk in there and you feel comfortable. Because that is going to be a huge thing because you are going more than one time. So you want to be at the place that you're going. So I think, like I said, you have to go in person. You can't ever just do this via Zoom. It doesn't work. Um, you have to meet your provider. You have to make sure there is good chemistry to understand that the procedures may be performed by someone else. So it may not be performed by the exact provider that you're talking with. But usually, people have their areas of expertise. And so there are some people that are really better trained on laser. You can go to them for the laser, and then you can go to a different person for injectables in the same facility. So everyone has you know, their things that they do. There are some providers that do everything. But being open to meeting other people that your provider trusts is also key. You know, it could be very overwhelming. Obviously, and it's also too. I mean, you're dealing with your face, your body, so it, I'm sure that you know, for a consumer who's never ventured down here, uh, down this path, it could get very overwhelming. But you're basically saying just go in person, talk to them, and you know, come up with a plan, and then you should basically follow the gut. Right, and you know what? You also need to listen to the provider who is more of an expert than say someone on Google or <laughs> Instagram. So you need to make sure you're actually talking with that person about what your concerns are. You know, the areas, depending on where you are in the country, you know, many people don't want anyone to know that they've done anything. And so they literally want to look like nothing's been done. They want to have no downtime. And realizing what's, you know, realistic and what's not is part of that. But, you know, if you're going to do lip fillers, it can look natural. You will have swelling. You may have bruising. So it's not something that you can do the day of your rehearsal dinner because it would be disastrous to do it that day. But to plan ahead is a perfect time. And then no one would ever know you did anything if you don't want them to. Well, that goes back down to what you were saying earlier and talk to your provider about the expectations and the recovery. So that way you have all the information. Correct. 
Well, I am so excited to ha have had you on the show, and I want to thank you so much for joining me in this week's episode of Wedding Secrets Unveiled. You help the listeners become one step closer in their stress-free wedding planning. Can you tell everybody where they can find you? Absolutely. So we're located in South Kingston and in Newport. It's Seamus Med Spa. Our Instagram is at seamistmedspa underscore. We have all our providers on there as well as multiple treatments. We have a great website, seamistmedspa.com. So follow us, come check out the website and give us a call if you have any questions. Absolutely. And what I'll do is I'll, for our listeners, I'll put all of your information on our episode show notes which you can find on our blog and our website page, which is at sarazarella.com backslash podcast. So thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. And you know what? Fun tip. Today's your anniversary. It is. Thank you for listening to Wedding Secrets Unveiled. I appreciate you being here. And hey, if you enjoyed this episode, I want to tell you something. I encourage you to check out our website at sarazarella.com. We love photographing while having fun, of course. Check out our podcast page on our website for our show notes along with upcoming episodes with your local wedding experts. Listen in as we help you plan your epic event. And don't forget that you can actually subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate if you left a review for us on Apple Podcasts. Even better, share it with a friend. It's a great way to show your support and let us know what you think. If you know any wedding experts that would like to be a guest, we have a link directly on our website where they can let us know. Thank you for listening.